0: murder inc
1: murder inc
0: (laughs) murder (laughs) hello and welcome to allegedly astrology a podcast for the four loco generation i'm elise I'm Sarah. And I'm Dana. And each week, we'll be breaking down the astrology that happened during some of the biggest scandals and events in history. Sarah, what are we talking about in this episode? Today, we're talking about the peak fuck-up that was
1: Firefest.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. The con of our generation. The failed festival that spawned not one, but two competing streaming network documentaries. I mean, like at this point, what don't we know about this event? (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I think one important thing to remember is that I mean, literally everything went wrong here, but so many things had to go right for this to be the failure of epic proportions that it was. So today, we're going to dive a little deeper into the chart of not just the festival, but some of the influences, no pun intended, like Instagram that sort of helped it along the way.
1: Yeah, and you can't have Firefest Fest without the Doughboy himself, which like, no <laughs> body shaming. I actually think he's cute, minus the teeth, which like... <laughs>
2: Whatever, I <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, it's his eyes that make me think he's dumb it's, <laughs> for
1: you yeah so yes yeah, so we're talking about mr billy mcfarland um i for one would love to know what type of planets are in his chart that make him the true puppeteer of fuckery that we
2: know him as today well we don't have all day and we don't even have his ascendant <laughs> um oh. we have enough to surmise that this um is you know not a thing that happened to someone who it's shocking about so interestingly enough just like britney he has his son in sagittarius and his moon in aquarius which was a little wild what? to me no, and, and
0: Brittany, like they're nothing alike
2: um well are they or is just one in prison now and one is in a different kind of prison forever you know wow, oh, shit. That's um, right it was dark life is dark and so this is dark too. And so we can focus on like maybe the darker traits or the traits that, you know, like we don't, we see Brittany and she seems so sweet. She is so sweet. Billy also sweet, but sometimes sweetness isn't it's, you know, it gets you into trouble. Like a Sagittarius sun. Um, it's, you know, the freedom lover um, it's the sun is the ego. And so the ego ruled by Jupiter is like, it's just like, it wants to expand and it's not even necessarily like aware of itself. Um, it's just like an, this unending optimism, like oh, the new frontier, like we can do it, everything's cool, like. Um, and so it's like naive in that way, but like just being so big picture oriented isn't always great for um, maybe like, you know, focusing on details because they're opposites. Um, and yeah, so- in the documentary,
1: they always talk about how he could only think big. And he was basically like a used car salesman, like he was just like rattling off at the mouth to the point that people were like, "I don't even know what you're talking about, but like, here's money, like get the fuck out of my face."
2: That's so funny. Like, I wonder if an astrologer wrote the script of the (laughs) interview. Um, So, also like an Aquarius moon, freedom loving, and so something that like Billy gets to demonstrate that maybe Brittany doesn't is that. Like, he, his focus on, like, the big picture and the collective, like, really played out in this. Because, like, he was like, oh, maybe I'll just bring all these people together, you know? Like, it wasn't about, it wasn't, like, called the Billy Fest. It was called Fire Fest with a Y, you know? Like, innovation. Um, the Y and- was
1: innovative. Like, something <laughs> I for a Y.
2: Why? Why there? <laughs> um, and so, like, Aquarius is ruled by Saturn. So, like, it's not... Aquarius doesn't always want to look at their emotions so if they think about their emotions they just shift it to the collective they could be like oh well what about me feeling this way I mean what about all the people who should be served like or like who deserve this but like when you don't feel like look at your emotions and like they're you know you're not planning the festival you're supposed to plan like shit could go wrong and so altogether I mean he has a fire sun it's big fire energy and um, it's also worth noting that his Mars and Mercury are conjunct, and we'll talk about that later.
0: Yeah. So I think so. We've got a Sag Sun combo that requires a fuck ton of freedom, an Aquarius Moon that can just sort of like suppress their emotions. In fact, so that's just you know I feel like a recipe for what is to come, and that's fire fest and. So, Firefest was originally promoted as a music festival in the Bahamas, basically like Coachella on steroids. Going to be over the course of two weekends, featured acts like Blink One Eighty Two, Migos, Major Laser. So, let's kind of get into how this laughing stock that became Fire Festival somehow materialized.
1: So, it was created by the man we've already ripped to shreds in the first like three seconds of this <laughs> podcast, Billy, and Ja Rule. Rule of Murder Inc. Fame, which every time I hear Murder Inc. I just hear it. It has in my head. It's like a whisper. It's like Murder
2: Inc. (laughs) In my head, it's murder.
1: (laughs) So you might be thinking, like, how did these two opposite human beings meet? And they met in 2005 when Ja Rule was performing at Billy's previous failed venture, Magnesis, which to me just sounds like it would be a brand of dick pills you know yeah
0: honestly (laughs) they did like interviews together where they could even like barely pronounce the name but yeah i mean billy and ja i can't think of a less likely duo but (laughs) yeah don't let the name fool you magnesis was basically just a fake credit card for people who didn't make enough money to qualify for a black card but they wanted to like be able to like drop that like sleek card at Tao or something but this fake credit card granted you access to sort of a quote social club in new york that gave you access to events
1: including private concerts with ja rule like obviously how could you pass that shit up um and people thought it was cool for about 15 seconds but eventually the whole thing kind of fizzled out um but billy because he's like always on his shit with the next idea he comes up with a new one for fire media app and this was kind of like almost like Tinder, but with bands. It was a digital platform where you could be hired directly, or like you as a person could hire musicians or celebrities directly. Honestly, it's not unlike what Cameo is doing right now in, in terms of
0: like you can have access to celebrities just like from a tap of your phone. But obviously, they just had like no no success
1: (laughs) yeah I feel like a lot of Billy's ideas are kind of interesting in theory but there's just like no the follow-through is like yeah yeah. there's literally no (laughs) follow-through but
0: so I mean Billy just seems to have this habit of coming up with these new businesses and just kind of going all in on them is there something in his chart that could point this out
2: Yeah, there sure is. So he is Mercury conjunct Mars and Sagittarius and, um, Mercury is like, it's your communication style. It's also your mental process. And Mars is your like primal urge for power and like how you seek to be empowered. So these two energies in Billy's chart are symbiotic. And so they work together and they don't really work apart. Like they, they're always working together. So, um, Uh, It also squares his Jupiter and Virgo um, exact. And so Jupiter and Virgo isn't necessarily comfortable because Jupiter is expansion and Virgo is like details and service. So it's like the square is always like a tension. And so usually the square or the tension that are produced by a square is like it motivates people. So people with a lot of squares in their charts might have a lot of hardship, but they often are successful, at least in like their in reaching their goals, whatever their goals may be. Um, So if we like apply that to this transit, um, Virgo is details and Jupiter and square Mercury and Mars is big promises. So it's like you might promise a lot of details that you never deliver on. That seems like a
0: really uncomfortable, like square. Squares
2: are uncomfortable. Like, but if you don't have them in your chart, like uh, people who don't have a lot of them in their chart are often like maybe ineffective. His life has played out as a great example of a dark Sagittarius, which like usually is a kind of like a conundrum or a contradiction because Sagittarius is so like light airy, like, you know, like optimistic, but he's so focused on the big picture that this gets thwarted by details and then ultimately crumbles basically like his attention. He he's aware of details, but he just is so like, he's promising so much stuff that he isn't always like sure that he can really actually do. And so, I mean, if you read the cork documents, you can find out how much has got him in trouble. But like, it's just really I was shocked to see how this was in his chart because I was like, wow, this couldn't be more applicable.
1: So on top of that, he's always thinking of these huge ideas and then he wants them to happen quickly. So like now thinking about it, that Jupiter... Square Mars and Mercury and Virgo is like makes a lot of sense to me now. Like it all just kind of clicked. It's like Virgo is attention to detail, but he basically doesn't have that because of this kind of aspect. So it's no surprise that when he thinks of this Fire Media app, he kind of just hits the ground running. And then all of a sudden, one day, him and Jar are like growing out on a private jet and they stop in the Exumas and they're like, um, Love this place. We should have a music fest here to promote our app that doesn't exist yet. (laughs) Right. Like they just kind of come up with this
0: bro scheme as a way for them to like hook up with models on a beach. But like (laughs) the big problem is that Billy doesn't know shit about staging a concert or like any event. But as we learned, he just has no capacity for details.
1: It's only big picture. So he's just like, let's just do it and figure it out later. So December 12th, 2016 rolls around and there we all are aimlessly scrolling on our phones, mindlessly, um, when all of a sudden we start seeing these burnt orange squares everywhere.
2: Yeah, I remember being at work and then going to the bathroom to like (laughs) just look at Instagram because I was bored. I didn't even have to go to the bathroom. And I just saw like all these orange squares. And I remember being like, huh. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, that's like the most exciting thing that could happen in a day sometimes.
0: And it helped that like all it helped that all of these huge celebrities turn influencers were the ones that were posting them. So we're talking like Kendall Jenner, Bella Hadid, Hailey Baldwin. Like these were all the like girls that were posting this event. And so obviously Sarah and I weren't really like following all the thoughts. But like Dana was like in with the thoughts. <laughs> thought a
2: thought follower and a thought <laughs> identifier.
1: <laughs> um. So, yeah, all of these influencers posting made it a word that I personally fucking despise, but hear it a lot in my industry. And that's thumb stopping, oh. um, which is, yeah, so gross, but this is the definition of thumb stopping. It made people stop and look twice. If you did stop and click on the square, you saw the video they shot. And it honestly looks like from what I would assume Jeffrey Epstein's Island would have no. been promoted at minus the children. Like, you know, they, these Models they were showing were not like drinking age, but they were like fucking age, which like yeah, sort of age. Cool. <laughs> um, age. Cool. But I mean, the video—it's just like beautiful people getting hammered on a private island alongside these swimming pigs that like are intriguing to me, but also <laughs> confusing.
2: Because so we have pigs who bite, we have the hottest models, and we have washed-up jaw rule and a guy with weird eyes who no one knows. And yeah, it was- it's took a a fucking storm. Know.
1: Yeah, everybody thought it was dope. Like, no one could deny it wasn't the greatest thing they've seen in years. <laughs> yeah, and
0: besides the word thumb-stopping, which I fucking hate, but yep. also the word disruption, <laughs> uh, Sarah Uber and I work Uber. in advertising and PR, and I don't know if a day goes by where we, like, don't hear that phrase, but um, unfortunately, we just got to give props to the Fuck Jerry team because it actually, like, was disruptive.
1: yeah hate to make paint them in any sort of good light because they are true fuckers and steal people's shit but you have to be disruptive to get people's attention because everyone's phone is like implanted into their arms and they're you know driving a car and making a smoothie and looking at their phone (laughs) so they have like no attention span
0: Right. And at the end of the day, like this really was a pretty well executed, very successful social media campaign. And, you know, this kind of highlights the role that Instagram played, like honestly, the main role in this entire event. So I think now would be a good time to like learn more about the fire announcement strategy um, and just understand Instagram's role a little bit better.
2: OK, so. When I looked at the chart for Fire Festival and um, it was one day after Billy's birthday. So they released it all on December 12th. He was born on December 11th. So I ran his solar return chart, which is just when your son conjuncts your son every year. And I noticed something like bright and clear. And it was that Saturn was conjunct his son. And so Saturn conjunct your son. It could be great. You could really reap the benefits because Saturn is like um, Saturn is father time. Like it brings you to your fate. Like if you haven't been doing the work, then you might get like uh, slapped on the wrist um and if you have been doing the work you might reap the rewards but you still might feel restricted in your ability to like shine or like access that like part of your ego that's like you know like a little bit like disruptive perhaps and also well in billy's chart venus was conjunct his saturn in aquarius but in general just having venus conjunct uh, or venus in aquarius is like venus is um it it's art it's like creativity and it's how someone wants to be seen and like how they want to be valued. Okay. Venus in Aquarius, Aquarius is ruled by Saturn. Saturn again is restriction. And so, but Aquarius like is, it's a rebel. It's like restriction in the way that it's like, it's protesting. It's not like at work, like working all day. It's, it's on the ground, like running. And so it's the collective. And so Venus in Aquarius is like really just, exemplifies an orange square because it it stopped everyone from looking at pictures of people to be like, what is this thing? Like, I must know. It's like, it catches your eye, but you have no idea what's going on. It obscures everything and it reaches everyone.
1: Yeah. So because of that, and also that transit to me now just like blew my mind that like an orange square is Probably the most simplistic thing that you could put on Instagram at that time. So that also brings in that idea of like Saturn and restriction. Right. It was simple, but also rebellious. So that kind of like
0: ties it all together
1: yeah no totally so after the social media campaign hits people are just jerking for fire fest they're like holy shit what is this where can i buy tickets so they start buying them up and they're getting like super pumped but little did they know that as they were hitting up their molly dealers to stock up billy mm-hmm. was in the bahamas with only months to build like not just a few villas or not just a stage but an entire island's infrastructure from the ground up because they had like nothing like it was was just like a rock pit
0: yeah it was literally it to say that it had no infrastructure is even just like giving it too much credit and (laughs) like every event producer he talked to was like oh like I mean like we can do this but it will cost you an extra 10 million dollars and like you need to push the date back to November and he's like nope like fuck (laughs) you guys and he just like kept trucking ahead with literally like no plan
2: Maybe he was, like, planning how to get uh, all the molly, all the kilos of molly to, you know, the (laughs) island. I don't know. I really don't know what else you could have been doing because, like, what... How do you do that? How do you plan all that in four months?
1: Yeah, it was, like, even less than four months. Billy and his, like, team of fuckheads, which I'm sure there were a few normal people, but, like, they only had six to eight weeks to pull off something that should have taken at least a year.
0: Yeah, like, he didn't even pull those, like, anyone in until the, like... Let like less than two months before the event, which is like, I used to be an events producer and that's just like so insane to me. <laughs> um, but I remember like this is people started kind of noticing that shit was getting weird. Like people who did buy tickets were saying that the website copy was just getting vaguer and vaguer. And then Fuck Jerry just was like deleting questions and comments on social media, which is like very, very shady. Like yeah. not good business practice at all
1: like they were brashly just getting rid of any people's comments or questions, even when the questions were as simple as like, Hey, like where's my uh, fucking plane ticket? You know? So soup, Simple stuff. Eventually, everybody was kind of catching on to something not being right, and then even the bands they hired to perform were eventually like, "Yeah, actually, like hard pass." So they started backing out.
2: Yeah, like I googled um, like whatever, like Firefest tweets, and Blink One Eighty Two tweeted like an hour before <laughs> they were like, "Sorry, we're not going to actually be able to make it to Firefest." Like our manager said, we couldn't come. All the best, and was, like <laughs> people being, like just like reading that like Blink wasn't coming. It was I don't all know. the best. Like, <laughs> good like good luck out there.
0: <laughs> You'll need
1: it. <laughs> so we finally get to the night before the five thousand people who bought tickets. Which five thousand people like may not sound like a lot, but I feel like to have them all being brought to like one tiny island is is a lot for the space and. Before they all arrived, there's a massive rainstorm. So what Little was set up is just now, like, fucked up and muddy and wet.
0: On top of everything that was already going to be bad, this, like, weather storm just, like, really just increased everything into, like, being so much worse. So I feel like... The Firefest Fest like day one chart has to be just like hilarious.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, the first thing I noticed when I saw it was that Mercury was retrograde, which like, oh, I mean, course. people who use Facebook know what that is now, so I'm not even going to explain <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> and also like there is a significant prevalence of fi- like planets and fire signs. And I was like, oh, like that's so corny, but like how appropriate. Lots of fire in that event chart.
0: Like Mercury is in retrograde, which is going to just... Obviously, show miscommunications galore. So, like, I can't wait for all these kids who somehow had no travel problems. Like, they make it to this island and, like, they just have no idea what they're in for.
1: Oh, yeah, no clue. And with all this fire on the chart in the day, there's also going to be, like, a lot of, like, optimism and excitement. So, they're coming off this plane. Like, and they're fucking pumped. Like all of them are probably giggling, thinking about how they're going to like fuck a stranger with the light (laughs) sounds of major laser, like (laughs) fucking twinkling in the background, probably causing someone also to have an epileptic fit. Here we've got a bunch of
0: millennials just like going through the depths of hell to like get one single Instagram photo. So like, I feel like we need to understand why millennials just like have this ability to like skirt around reality basically why are
2: we so hurt okay so like (laughs) help us help us it seems like we're like we're so hard on ourselves right we have three planets in capricorn or some of us do a lot of us have two we have a there's a lot of capricorn in millennials' charts and um capricorn is structure it's tradition and we have neptune in capricorn so it's not just that we're like oh my god like please look at me at this island we're like we're so desperate to escape structure and like, we're also so illusioned by it because we like, we just, it's like structure is like our religion, basically. Like these like corporations are, our God. Like we just want to, you know, go to work and like make a lot of money. And we're also desperate to escape at the same time. So it's not just people who are like, want to get a picture on an Island and like, will you know, travel like far and wide and like take three planes that aren't even private jets to go to a place where they have FIBA tents because they want to escape their everyday life. And like the picture is the proof of that. Because Capricorn is proof. Neptune is like idealism, escape. It's like illusion. It's like, if we just do this, then our lives will be okay. Like, then we'll be okay. If we just have this proof, like, I mean, at least we have this Molly because then we'll be okay for an hour or whatever. (laughs) But like, it's also nostalgia. And like, you know, like we just wish that we were like, in another place at another time. So it's always like we're always instead of like people thinking about the next fast it's people thinking about the last one. So like people just keep going to them thinking that maybe they'll have that experience that they had again. Then also there's Uranus in Capricorn, which is like lol. So that's like a the planet of like technology and innovation. And um, it's just like anti-nostalgia, anti-clinging. It's like, let's move forward. So it's like this tension of like, hey, like Put a picture up, like make it weird, like say something like put a picture up without your makeup on, but like maybe put some CC cream on, you know, it's just like this kind of like it's like an illusion. And then within an illusion, it's also like breaking free of the structure that raised us to believe that we could do anything we want and then like brought us into like this terrible economy, even though, you know, it's just like all the stuff that we've been trying to break free from and also all the stuff that we're like bound by.
0: Right. So basically, millennials are just like predisposed to this idea of like creating our own reality, yet inherently trusting in structure. And so like, you know, what's the perfect place to create your own fake reality? Instagram. But like, even though we know it's fake, why do we believe in this reality? Because structure.
1: Yeah. So that's kind of the mindset that people went to Firefest had like they wanted to escape their normal life with their friends and be able to like kind of show off and say oh my friends are cooler than you i'm hotter than you i'm having more fun than you but then these people also arrived at the site and came to find that everything was totally fucked so they start tweeting because that's what we do we love to share our shit and that's where the cheese sandwich scene around the world was first glimpsed. And people are online are just like watching these tweets and they're like, what the fuck is going on there? Like they're just witnessing this chaos that's that was like Lord of the Flies, but with ketamine. Like everybody was like, oh, holy shit. Like, did you see what's going on?
0: Yeah, I love how this like godforsaken island like didn't even have like running water and like FEMA tents were everywhere, but somehow everyone just had cell phone service to like food <laughs> their like shitty cheese sandwich. That's
2: a really good point. And I'm glad they did because I had like pure schadenfreude ecstasy that day. Like they were <laughs> doing whatever they were doing. And I was like, oh my God, like this is, I can't believe that this went so wrong. I mean, I also feel bad though, because I feel like it honestly sounded traumatic. Like, people were like, okay, like, I'm I'm going to this place. Like, I will spend this money. Like, we can't just assume that everyone was a trust fund kid. Like, maybe some people, you know, just, like, put it on their credit card. Maybe they put it on their Magnesis card, which, you know. <laughs> um, and, so, like, and then, like, they, you get there and they're like, here's like your meal. And it's like a styrofoam box that you take from a diner with, like, a bread and, like, a piece of cheese between it. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? I wouldn't. <laughs> Thing that it was hilarious. Like where's my bag of rose? Where the fuck is like Ja Rule? Yeah, and <laughs> I
0: feel where like
1: is Ja Rule. Yeah. Where is really, ja Rule? Like
0: everyone is wondering like where the fuck is Ja Rule <laughs> at this point. But I feel like just everyone at this point like instagram had like really plateaued into this like fake reality and then people kind of love at the end of the day like watching rich people and like dana said we can't assume they're all rich kids but like people just love watching kind of like entitled people get fucked over and like the media like Loved this. So I just feel like everyone, not just like millennials, but um like the media in and of itself, like everyone wanted to share this event. So, like, what kind of like what was going on that might have
2: encouraged all this? I mean, honestly, once again, the astrology lines up so conveniently that even I, an astrologer, cannot believe it. The moon <laughs> <out from> <laughs> in Gemini. Like the moon is emotions and like moon in Geminis, like it's not really thinking about. Like it's it's aware of its feelings, but it's intellectualizing them and conjunct Mars. That's like, hey, I'm a little angry. I'm willing to be aggressive. It's like maybe like really funny and also maybe like just so fucking honest, like look at this cheese picture I had at the event. I thought I was going to post a picture with this like hot person that I just met in a villa, you know, and then instead you're posting a picture of like the worst sandwich you've ever eaten at an event you <laughs> paid so much money to go to took two planes to go to and now you don't even have a house so gemini the planet of communication or the sign of communication like gemini is like quick communication to its details but it's also not really thinking about it all the time so literally peak tweeting like me mars and gemini is like tweeting exactly exactly and so moon conjunct mars and gemini that's like Heightened emotions at the very least. I'm not going to fall off the bat, say angry, because also they were pretty funny, which is Gemini is. And moon conjunct Mars and Gemini, Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Remember, Mercury's retrograde. And by the way, it was retrograde conjunct Uranus and Aries. So Uranus and Aries, that's like, um, I mean, Uranus is technology. Aries is fire. It's the first sign. It's like, hello, I am like, I didn't come here to be like, you know, served like this. So it's just like this combination of like, expecting to go somewhere wanting something new thinking you're on the cutting edge or something and then being like honestly taken back to like I don't know I mean it was basically like a natural disaster and they paid for it
1: yeah no that's crazy and also like looking at that Mars and Gemini that's going to make people want to talk non-stop and that talking is going to spread and trend and looking at this like you know, there are people who like camping. So I think it might've been fun if you knew you weren't going to die. But the thing is, is like all of this shit is happening and there's all this chaos. But what blew my mind is like that, it wasn't even night one. Like this is the night before the first day, like the early arrivers kind of. So then on the actual day one, April 28th, everybody like crawls out of their mass graves to see a message that's like, hey, it's me, Billy. It's been great. But like, you gotta fuck off because it has been postponed. Like Firefest is postponed. And everybody's just like, wait, are you fucking serious? Like, so they come like come outside and they're trying to get some information, but all the staff were like chicken shit and they fucking left. So all that was left were like these locals that are just like, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on either. And like that whole situation to me is just like peak Mercury retrograde. Like you got murked. There's like no information. No one knows what's happening. Like you have to figure out flights home, like Mercury retrograde, like just shitting on your face.
2: Literally like how much has to go wrong in <laughs> order like where you think that they're like, okay, there will still be a concert. Like, that, building, like, hey, you know, I'll send out a message to let everyone know. It's like, yeah, we have fucking tents and there's no water, asshole. But like. <laughs> At that point, it would
0: have been like a miracle if anything happened. But I think it's like very important to remember that it just didn't suck for the like white festival attendees. It like truly devastated like a lot of this island's economy and like really fucked up with the residents lives like no one ever went back to deal with the aftermath like people like set up gofundmes after they saw all of this go down in the documentaries the locals were like the only people that helped anyone like get back to airports or anything because all these event organizers were like oh shit run and so like honestly it's a miracle like no one was hurt like everyone made it back okay because things could have escalated to like be so much worse and you know like that's why we're making fun of it because it ended up being like semi okay but like things could have gotten real darker
1: once again going back to those big promises billy went to that island and said like we want to make this a big thing like we want to bring all this like extra money to your island and then just to abandon all those people like on brand for him but like still super fucked up Yeah, really messed up. Very entitled, like, shitty frat boy
0: behavior. Oh, my
1: God, yeah. So then we fast forward after all of this happened. Miraculously, somehow no one dies. But, like, any person that's been fucked over by a doughy frat boy, people lawyered up and sued him. And so far, from what I found, at least eight lawsuits have been filed. And a few of them were class actions, which is, like, it's a ton of people at once, like, suing him. But as this is going on, people are also starting to take a hard look at influencer marketing. And there was even a, a lawsuit filed that said the influencers that were involved in FireFest violated FTC guidelines because they didn't disclose they were being paid for the, the post. Like they made it seem like they were going to go there. Right. And like
0: these, they had no intention of going there, even some of them, even like fessed up to that. So um, and I think this is where the whole like hashtag like ad or paid partnership with like really started to happen because up until this point, social media was really just kind of like an anything goes kind of place. And um, this is the first time that people realize like there really needed to be more transparency. And we're seeing a lot of that right now with like Facebook and Twitter and political ads. But like this is kind of like The tip of that iceberg like hey like if we're paying someone to do something like you kind of have to let people know that so i feel like there's a lot going on with like instagram and like the time that kind of like highlights all of this
2: yeah i pulled up the chart for instagram and it was like pretty interesting because the sun is in libra and so libra wants to be seen but it doesn't really go for like being seen directly. So again, if the sun is how you want to shine, Libra wants to partner. So it's like it wants to be noticed. Like we all want to be noticed by our partners, right? And so in that way, like Instagram shines by like indirect communication, but also like you can't stop looking because it's like beautiful. It's compelling. Like you know, it makes a good point. Like it it has it tells a story, and like whether or not that story pairs with like the picture of it's like someone's a great like giant butt you're still just really interested in all of it. And so also though, the sun is conjunct Saturn and Mercury. So it's kind of like this like movement of time where it's like restriction, but also like it's like holding back and also like putting it all forward. Because one more thing that's really interesting is that Pluto was conjunct the North Node and Pluto kind of like Uranus is like, it's just unpredictable and it's regenerating. And you, once a Pluto thing happens, like you don't go back. Like it's just, this is how it is now. Pluto is so mysterious that like, we've only known about it for less than a hundred years. And like, people are still trying to figure out exactly what happens because it's just so like, you just don't, you don't see it coming, but like it's innovation and like, it's here to like bring us to like our fate or the future. And so I love Pluto, but like, it's kind of scary. I mean, for some people. And so altogether, I would say this was just like a moment in time that like, I mean, Palo Alto really got it together and it just like perfectly encapsulates like, any sort of platform where like you want to be seen and you also don't know how to ask for it. And so to wrap it up, the sun uh, conjunct Mercury and Saturn as like, it's not really sure if it wants to be seen. It's not really sure how to do it, but like it communicates anyway, because that's what Saturn does. And then that's all square, the North Node and Pluto uh, in Capricorn, which is like, it's like, I have to like do this. I don't know why, but I have to do it. It's like a a force of compulsion. Pluto conjunct the North node forces you to like do something, even if you don't know why you're doing it.
1: Yeah. So that like makes a lot of sense. One about like why we're incessantly checking Instagram. It's like a, a weird tendency we have now, but also to me thinking about that, like Mercury interaction with Saturn, I think of like of restrictions of like what you can say. So that makes this time with like kind of Instagram getting spanked for like not mentioning or really making it very transparent that these influencers were, you know, putting out information that made it seem like they were on board with this event and they were going, but now it's coming to light that like, actually we have to like use that ad hashtag that to me makes sense for that transit. Um, So Instagram, did like I was saying, get in trouble for this, but so did Billy. He defrauded investors of $27.4 million, which is insane. How did um, he
0: like, I, like, who would get everything we know about him now? It's
1: like, who would give him that kind of money? Dude, he had like so many investors and they were like giving him like a ton of money. Like, it's not like he was getting like five grand here and there. Like, people were giving him like a million dollars. But regardless, he was eventually convicted of wire fraud and sentenced to six years in jail in October 2018.
0: Yeah, and honestly, I think it's important to note that when Billy returned from Firefest, he like literally continued to scam people by like selling tickets to things like the Met Gala, which <laughs> like there is no such thing as a ticket to the Met Gala. But I think I'm just curious, like, you know, he's been conning people like since basically 2005 at this point. And so it's like, how did the stars kind of like finally align for him to like face consequences for his throne of lies? <laughs>
2: Okay, so um, he was arrested in June of 2017 and like literally on the day that the sun was conjunct his south node uh, in cancer and cancer. Like it's like the it's he's basically like a crab without a shell, like because it was also um, loosely conjunct Mars, which was exactly conjunct Mercury that day and Mars conjunct Mercury. I mean, I think we've heard that before, right? um it's in his chart so whenever an aspect like is in a chart even if it's not in the same sign but if it's in your natal chart like you'll you will feel it like it just it's inherent to him it's like it's like your dna kind of like it's like your cousin so and again the south node is karma and so the sun just like illuminated like this kind of karma for him in the same sign that mercury was conjunct mars it was like the time has come like your mother can't save you cancer can't help you anymore
1: so when we're looking at this chart, it's really showing that Billy's karma after all these years was finally coming. And this we see through the restriction and discipline of Saturn going against his son. So that to me really ladders up to this idea of prison. Cause that's what prison is. It's the most restriction you could have. Like you're trapped in like, what is it like a six by six cell? Um, so that was Billy's fate, but Our boy, Ja, he only really got one lawsuit against him, which to me is kind of weird because he literally went on that podcast where you get wasted and he was like, yeah, it was my idea the whole time. So I don't know like what him and Billy have going on, but it seems like he played a bigger part in it to me. Um, And now today... When you go online, you could actually buy some of the Firefest merch that the U.S. government seized um, because Billy never paid the customs in the Bahamas. So all of that merch was like trapped on the island. Um, so if you do buy it, they're apparently giving it to people who got scammed to help pay back the money they spent.
0: Yeah. And there is poetic justice here because like Billy, um, you know, currently in jail, he's trying to get out of jail because he did contract the coronavirus so um I don't know like if people know that but um COVID but yeah positive. I mean <laughs> yeah COVID positive Billy trying to use this as a get out of jail free card but it's like no bro like you got you still got a few years left um <laughs> yeah I mean we covered everything from Billy to Instagram to like millennials like we got like deep into the
2: charts on this episode the astrology of this event was that Billy was a Sag. He's kind of a maniac. He's really excited. He's looking at the big picture. He's not focused on details. He has Mars, sun, Mercury there. It's talking, it's looking, it's like wanting to be seen. And then he has the Venus Saturn conjunction. Um, on this solar return. Hey, that's like, look at these orange squares. And then Saturn was on his Sun. That's like, Hey, the time has come. Are you going to be successful? Or are you still going to not focus on details? And then once again, the, Like mercury retrograde even your mom knows about it on fire fest day in a fire sign like let's just all go fuck ourselves because we (laughs) paid all this money to come to this event and now we're being treated like victims (laughs)
0: there's a lot of influences at play here but like if you think egotistical men doing whatever the fuck they want is a new problem think again uh next week we're going back in history
1: all the way to the salem witch trials yeah and in the meantime we'll be sewing our voodoo dolls and hexing all the men who have wronged us
0: light as
2: the
1: feathers that <laughs> <boring>? <laughs> yeah we're super pumped to see what role astrology
0: played in this one but as always make sure to follow us on instagram at allegedly astrology for more behind the scenes content and let us know what you want us to dive into
2: next and please leave us a five-star review and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen to
1: and if you want a chart reading email dana at double d astrology at gmail.com bye, bye.